Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Call to Comeback. I'm Bobby McInnes, alongside my co-host, Tom Spallone, and our special guest, Julian, today. Unfortunately, is our last final episode. Tom, what are your thoughts on that? It's crazy. I mean, I can't believe the four years is already basically up, which is sad to hear. But, I mean, I'm excited for this episode. We got Julian on, a little NBA playoffs. Yeah, a little NBA playoffs. But first, we have to shout out Greg Com. Uh, we were some eager freshmen uh, looking for a place to start a new podcast. We wanted to talk sports uh, every week. And uh, Jay and Sienna and everyone a part of Graycom uh, at the time and throughout the years took us in with open arms. Um, and, I mean, they've just helped us in, you know, a tremendous way. Um, and it's been a great experience. Definitely. Yeah, so Julian, if you want to introduce yourself a little, tell us a little about you. You know, uh, me personally, I'm a, you know, Speaking of sports, I'm a Kings fan, you know, watching my team, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, we know uh, it's been tough for you to be a Kings fan throughout these years, yeah. uh, but you stuck with them. So what, What? Uh, I guess, where did you start with the Sacramento Kings? Like, what's the reasoning behind there? You mentioned your dad roots for the Knicks, so. Yeah. Really, you know, as soon as Fox got drafted, I switched because when I started watching basketball, I went from a Heat fan to a Warriors fan. You know, casual, <laughs> casual. I, yeah, I hear you. I we mean, they, the Heat and the Warriors have had some great talent throughout the years. Yeah. Definitely, like, some fun teams to watch. Um, so you mentioned De'Aaron Fox. Like, what do you like about him the most? His speed, man. Nobody can stop him on that fast break, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, obviously his mid-range has really improved over the f- past few years. His three his three balls gotten a little better, but it's not it's not the best. It could be a little better. But really, nobody's stopping him on that fast break. That speed is crazy. Yeah, Tom, what are your thoughts on De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, no, I love Fox um, from Kentucky. Honestly, another guy who's really underrated on the Kings, too, I think is Malik Monk coming off the bench. They got that Kentucky uh, connection. connection. So they're really tough. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for the Kings. Uh, I really don't like the Warriors. I'm kind of sick and tired of seeing them win, uh, if I'm being honest. So I'm excited. It's a best of three series now. What what are your thoughts, like, coming into game five? I think we lose that one. Because, you know, Fox is injured now. The index, I believe, on the left. That's his shooting hand. Pretty much it's over. Yeah. You know, Sabonis has been injured the entire series because he skipped that surgery because we needed him for the four to six weeks that he would have been out. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think the Warriors are going to definitely go at Fox's left for sure. Yeah, what was going through your head? I think it was game two when uh, Draymond Green stomped on uh, DeMontis Sabonis. That hurt, man, because Draymond's my, one of my favorite players. I love defense, you know, the defense, yeah. the integrity, all that stuff. And as soon as he stepped on him, he, you know, he, he, he fell out of my favorites, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. But, I mean, yeah, Tom, we've seen Draymond. Like, I mean, he's been in a lot of altercations throughout his career. But like Julian mentioned, uh, he's a fun player to watch because he plays like that old-school hardball defense. Like, what are your thoughts on Draymond Green? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, he's he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame once it's all said and done just because of the role he plays uh, for the Warriors is so important. Uh, he's obviously not going to give you a lot of points. He's not going to shoot the ball well, but he's going to set hard screens. He's going to play good defense, and he's going to pass the ball really well. He, he does pass the ball well, so, and he's going to bring that energy. So it's going to be interesting to see, honestly, the, these next three games. Uh, like you just said, Fox dealing with that injury. I mean, um, hopefully he can, he can overcome that. But uh, I'm excited because this series, I think, is going to go seven. Yeah, all right, so you think it goes seven. Uh, Julian mentioned that he thinks that the Warriors might take this game five. What are your thoughts on heading into game five? You know, the Kings are back at home now. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see I could see the Warriors taking it, but I mean, I still have to lean Kings just because the Warriors have really not played well on the road this season. Like, if you look at their road record, I believe they're they went like eleven and uh, thirty something uh, on the road this season. So I like the Kings at home. If Fox is able to to play pretty well through the injury, I th- I'd give the Kings a good shot at home again. You know. Yeah, I mean, Julian mentioned it already, though. De'Aaron Fox dealing with that finger injury, it's going to play a big part. And I kind of think that we, I would give the edge to the Warriors as well, especially with their playoff experience. Um, but, yeah, the Kings, I mean, we were talking about it before the show. They haven't been in the playoffs since, like, when? It's been years. Um, so what are your thoughts, like, just as a Kings fan, like, you know, just experience the playoffs for the first time. Honestly, probably since I mean, it's the first time since yeah. they had Darren Fox. So I'd say the first time as a Kings fan. It's first time since I was born, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as long as we made it, you know, tra- everybody was saying that trading Halliburton was going to be a terrible mistake. But look at where we are now. Look like yeah. at where the paces are now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It worked out so far for them, definitely. Pretty much. We don't really care about the experience. You know most experienced player on our team I believe is Matthew Vidal Vidova you haven't played him in any minutes but he's the curry stopper yeah I remember he used to be with the Cavs right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah tired himself out guarding curry that one year yeah <laughs> hospital and whatnot yeah I, I think I think uh like having that experienced like experienced player on the bench even though he's not playing like th- he's definitely there to kind of like guide these young guys like Darren Fox like Malik Monk um and yeah, so Tom, what do you think having that veteran presence on the bench? What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that definitely matters, especially come playoff time, because uh, there's a lot of things you got to overcome in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, for the Kings this year, like it's they're obviously not expect they weren't expected to do anything going to this season. So the fact that they even uh, I believe they're a three seed, right? So they had a yeah. phenomenal regular season, and now they're into the postseason. I mean, you obviously want to give the Warriors a run for your money, but even if they don't come out on top here, like you, you just dipped your toes basically in the water this season, and, and you got a, a really good young core that you could kind of start building around, you know. So this is just the, the beginning for the Sacramento Kings. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to be happy with what you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, we've seen like the 76ers, um, Nets, that that series already wrapped up. 76ers took it in four, clean sweep. But all the other series currently have a 3-1 lead except for the Kings Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like these two teams are pretty fairly matched. I mean, we mentioned like the youth on, on the Kings and then the experience on the Warriors. I could see it going seven as well. Yeah, no, I would not be shocked at all. Yeah, speaking of... Uh, these other series. Let's talk a little bit about the Heat and the Bucks. I mean, we saw last night the Bucks dropped another one, going down three-one in this series. Um, but they're, you know, the, the Bucks are the Bucks. They're still like a top um, favorite to to come out and and win it all this year, uh, despite being down three-one. Uh, do you guys see them coming back, or do you think it's all said and done? Mm, that's, you know, I'm not sure because if they keep if they keep attacking Middleton, because that's what Jimmy did all game last game. It wasn't, you know, I'm not going to say Holiday, because Holiday, he's the best defender on the Bucks next to Giannis. For sure. But if they mm-hmm. keep attacking Middleton and he has another night like last game, it's over. Yeah, actually, Middleton, he, he fouled out towards the end of the game. You saw, like, Jimmy Butler just attacking him. The only way he was able to stop him was to foul him. Um, I think he, I think he had 56, 57 points last night. Fifty six. I yeah, mean, crazy. Tom, you mentioned before the show, LeBron James hasn't even had that many points in a playoff game. Yeah, and no, that's tough. So, what are your thoughts on that Heat Bucks? Yeah, it was a huge win for the Heat. I really thought the Bucks were gonna bounce back last night, and even the uh, series up. Uh, I believe they led for most of that game too. I mean, looked like they had it in pretty good hand up ten. I believe a couple of minutes left, and then Jimmy Butler really turned it on. Uh, they used the home court advantage to, the, to their favor. 
and uh, the crowd was rowdy, and they went on a huge run and stole that game. So they're, they're in a good spot right now of 3-1, but they can't get, like, too complacent because if anyone come back from 3-1, it's this Bucks team that's won a finals uh, before. They have one of the best players in the league, Giannis. So they got to put their foot on the gas, and if they can't close it out next game in Milwaukee, they got to close it out game six back at home in Miami, you know? Yeah, I mean, looking back at history, um, teams that are up 3-1, 95% of the time they win the series. Um, in this case, do you think that the Bucks have a bigger chance than 5%? Because, you know, history tells you one thing, but this is a different Bucks team. This isn't your typical uh, team that should be down 3-1. It should be actually reversed, but... Yeah, you know, dealing with injuries and whatnot. What are your thoughts? Do you give them bigger than a five percent chance? Yeah, I mean, I would honestly say right now it's probably like a thirty-five, like sixty-five. If I had to put a percentage yeah. on it towards Miami, like it's three-one, but it can it can be evaporated very quickly. Like this, this Bucks team, because they're already like a 10, 11 point favorite at home, so Vegas already like is giving them the respect, you know. So you gotta you gotta realize it. I mean, yeah, you make a good point. Like, now they go and play in Milwaukee. If the Bucks win that one, it's all of a sudden a 3-2 series looks a lot more winnable. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you still got to win three games before the Heat win one. But, you know, if 3-2 sounds a lot better, um, especially, you know, with Giannis and, and, and Tyler Hero being out for the Heat. Um, you know, I think, I think it's completely open. I think what you said is right. I think it's almost like a 60-40 chance yeah. um, leaning the Heat. What do you think, Julian? I think it. I think that the Heat closed that out because Giannis, you know, he, uh, obviously he is Giannis, but Middleton is not himself anymore. Something happened after that injury last season against the Celtics. He's not himself anymore. It's really just Giannis and Drew out there. Yeah, I mean, we saw that like the Heat needed Jimmy to put up 56 points to win last night. <clears throat> Do you think Jimmy has it in him again? Maybe not to put up 56, but if he puts up like 40, I think they can definitely win again. Yeah. You think he has it in him? He look, you know, he plays like Michael Jordan. He pretty much looks like Michael Jordan. I think he <laughs> I think he's going to put up another Michael Jordan type game for sure. You know what? I I like that prediction. Um he definitely has a lot of grit and he plays, you know, hard basketball. It's like it's funny. We I feel like during the regular season I don't see Jimmy Butler shoot many threes and all of a sudden in the playoff he's knocking down every single shot. When yeah, when yeah. when he's hot, he's hot. Absolutely. He shows up in the big the big moments too. You know? Yeah, so to move on to another series, uh we got the Knicks Cavs, Tom. Knicks are up three one. It's huge. What do you think about that? They gotta obviously close this out. I mean, the Knicks haven't won a playoff series, I believe, since 2013. So about 10 years. We're talking about droughts, Kings, Knicks. I mean, yeah. we're talking about Kings, but we're right there with you. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be huge if the Knicks can close this out. I mean, uh, they go back to Cleveland uh, for Game Five, but they have to play well. I mean, no one's expecting the Knicks to win that game. It's fine if they don't. But if they come back home for Game Six, MSG's gonna be buzzing. Uh, Knicks have to close it out. Cavs have not played well either game on the road. Uh, the last two games, Knicks basically dominated Brunson. There's no answer for Jalen Brunson at all from the Cavs. You know, I mean, no one's guarding him. Uh, so keep feeding him, and, and I don't see a reason why the Knicks can't close the series. I think the Knicks are also the deeper team, too. I mean, yeah. Donovan Mitchell's great, but it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, and for that reason, I'd say Knicks in six. Um, you know, Julian Madison Square Garden has a lot of history behind it, and the New York fans, they're pretty ruthless. So, you know, how, mu how much does that home field advantage or home court advantage um, play a factor for the Knicks? Yeah, it completely, you know, hearing all those people yell down on you and all that, seeing that on the Internet, all of the Knicks got it in the bag, man. You know, sure. Donovan should have went to New York. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, Knicks fans. You mentioned you've seen some videos. Uh, yeah. We know that they have the 
I, I will I'll say bleep Trey Young chants, yeah. uh, and they definitely have had been saying some similar stuff to Donovan Mitchell. A lot of fans a little hurt that uh, we didn't get him via trade this year. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I kind of hope it does come back. to. I mean, obviously, as a Knicks fan, I would love if they just win the next game and move on. Mm-hmm. But if it comes back to New York at the Garden, that would be a special place. Knicks haven't won a playoff series in years. so Beautiful. It would be. And, yeah, like we were just talking about that Bucks heat series. So the Knicks play the winner of that series. So, I mean, Bucks getting upset is huge for the Knicks. Um, Knicks would have home court, too, in the Eastern Conference semis against the Heat if that's what the matchup is. So, I mean, it's, it's just setting up for a really good spot for the Knicks right now. Yeah, so it's safe to say all the Knicks fans are rooting for the Heat? I mean, I definitely <laughs> am, yeah. I don't want to see Giannis or, or Drew Holiday or any of those guys. That's for sure. <laughs> Another uh, thrilling game last night. We had the Lakers and the Grizzlies go down to the wire. The Lakers now lead that series 3-1. to one. Uh, LeBron was a seven seed coming in playing John Morant and the two-seed Grizzlies. Um, but, you know, you can't, you can't fade the king. I mean, I know you guys were saying before the show you're more uh, MJ guys, which yeah. is fine. That's fine. But right now, there's no arguing that, like, over the last decade, uh, maybe even two decades at this point, LeBron's been the best player uh, consistently in the NBA. So, I mean, I, it's not surprising to see the Lakers, you know, ahead in this series right now. A little disappointed in the Grizzlies, but I'm not going to count it as an upset if they lose. You know, they don't have Steven Adams. They don't have Clark. They don't got, They didn't have Jaw for the first, what, not first, but the second and third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No so, upset. Yeah, I mean, and Tom, we've seen uh, Santi Aldama get some minutes, uh, Loyola alumni. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, I can't say alumni, but uh, former Loyola player. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool to see Santi out there. Uh, yeah, the Grizzlies are really struggling right now. I mean, they're down 3-1 in the series. I really thought the Grizzlies were going to be able to take this series, honestly. Uh, it's obviously not over, but they have a lot of work cut out for them now. Um, they really haven't had an answer for LeBron. Uh, uh, he had 20 and 20 last night. Uh, pretty dominant performance from him. AD has looked a lot better uh, this series than he has all regular season, I think. He's really turned it on, and it's good to see because AD hasn't been the same ever since he's just been injury-prone and after injury-prone, you know. So that's good to see. And then um, Reeves has stepped up. I mean, a lot of these Lakers have really played well. I think the the Laker team really changed once they trade made that trade for D'Lo at the deadline and got rid of Russell Westbrook. I mean, the team just looks so much more energized and, and they're playing a lot better. So they look good. Yeah. So just jumping around, we got some games tonight, Tuesday, April twenty fifth. Um, honestly, I think all three of these series close out tonight. We got the Hawks taking on the Celtics. The Celtics are up three one. We got the the Timberwolves taking on the Nuggets. Nuggets lead three one, and the Clippers. Uh, in Phoenix, taking on the Suns. Suns are up 3-1. Um, do you think that we see an upset tonight and maybe this series goes a little longer? For me, I think all of them close out tonight. Yeah, I think I also think that they all close out. Obviously, Clippers, it's over for them. They don't got Kawhi or PG tonight. And obviously, the past few games, they've been getting cooked. Well, Russ has been doing. Russ has been doing amazing. Russ Lakers. has been nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's held up his end, yeah. Lakers. It's, it's been nice to see Russ do good. I don't know how you feel. How do you feel about Russell Westbrook? I think his triple doubles are a little overrated, but overall he's still a good player. You know, obviously yeah. he's been Clippers on his back. You know, Lakers were holding him back, LeBron was holding him back, but you know he's doing pretty good. Obviously, Suns in five, but you know, still good enough. Yeah, I mean it's kind of nice to see Russell Westbrook do good. He's been getting a lot of hate over the last couple of years, Tom. Yeah, yes. I mean, ever since he left the Thunder, it's been uh, pretty downhill for him. But, uh, yeah, it looks, looks like he definitely found his footing so far in, with the Clippers ever since he got traded from the Lakers. 
But uh, it's it's honestly a shame because you know if a healthy PG and a healthy Kawhi, like it'd be nice to see it, what, what this team could do. But it's they've just been so banged up with their knee injuries the last few years. It just you know it sucks to see that. But I, I definitely agree. I think Suns close it out. They're home uh, twelve point favorites. I think Celtics also home thirteen point favorites close it out. But I think Denver. I think this series, uh, this is obviously a bold prediction. Denver is also home 10-point favorites tonight, but up 3-1 in the series, I think they lose tonight. I think they lose in, in Minnesota, and then I think they, they win. I think they win in seven, Denver, right. honestly. So, so it's you, bold. Wow, but yeah, yeah. I kind of like that prediction. I, I mean, think Timberwolves honestly give them a little bit of a scare. Does this have anything to do with you uh, going to high Carl school Towns. with Carl Towns? Or? It, it honestly doesn't. I mean, I, honestly, I've been a little upset. We were, I was talking to Julian yeah. uh, before the show with, with Carl lately. I mean, He's played all right, but like he's been acting like a little bit of a, a little bit wuss. Of a wuss. Yeah, that's a, a good wuss. word, better word for, for sure. what I was gonna say. It's the word. Not but. the word I wanted to say, but you know, uh, <laughs> we keep it friendly on the podcast. Yeah, keep it friendly for sure. Yeah, he's got to get a little tougher in the paint. I mean, tougher yeah, Rudy Gobert on your own team. You know, you gotta you gotta get a little tougher. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that team has some problems though. Rudy like getting into a fight with uh, who I'm was a big it? Fan of his. Kyle and who was he? Kyle who, Anderson. Was it Kyle Anderson? Yeah. He got into a fight. I mean. You just can't have that uh, on on a bench in a locker room. Um, it just hurts the chemistry. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Warriors didn't really affect them, did it? Yeah, I mean uh, the thing with the yeah, mm-hmm. you're right with Draymond and Poole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean luckily yeah, they luckily they figured that out. I mean yeah. we saw that video get leaked, and and honestly that video shouldn't have even got leaked. It happened in a practice, so someone inside the facility leaked it, and uh, it became public. Unfortunately, yeah. it seemed like they wanted to keep that under wraps. Um, that being said, let's move on. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit uh, hypotheticals and get into the future here. Uh, who do you guys think makes it to the NBA Finals, and and who who wins it all? Honestly, I might. I think the Celtics got it. The Celtics got the East, and the Suns got the West. You know, I was gonna say Bucks, but looks like they're gonna be out soon, in like five. But yeah, I hope the Suns make it because obviously they're gonna clinch it tonight, more than likely. You know, the Celtics are going to clinch it tonight more than likely. I hope the Knicks do. But, you know, there are second-round exits. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> Randall, ain't, Randall ain't that good. Yeah. Brunson got it, but Randall, nah. Yeah, yeah. Br- Brunson's been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, all right, so you have Celtics' sons. So you think KD gets there? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I'm just like, a, I'm not a big KD guy. I don't know. I mean, I, he did it with the Warriors. He did it with the Warriors, but he couldn't do it with the Nets. Uh, didn't have much luck in OKC. Tom, what do you think about the Suns? Yeah, I honestly, I'll agree. I think uh, Suns make out of the West as well. Uh, just because, honestly, how the West is shaping up, it's honestly, like, it's it's not as strong as you really think it is. I think I don't think Denver is, like, a, a real threat once they face a team like Phoenix. Mm. Um, even though Jokic is very good, obviously, he's one of the best passers in the league. He's a triple-double machine. But, I mean, I, I'm still taking the Suns over them. I like the Kings. I think uh, the Kings could w- definitely win this series, but in terms of going to the finals, obviously that's a stretch with how young they are. Golden State is obviously, you could say it's a safe pick, but I honestly just don't think the way they're playing on the road this year is I don't think they get to the finals. So I'm going to say Suns out of the West and then the East. I'm going to honestly say Philly. I think Philly's going to beat Boston. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bold. A little it, it definitely bold. is a little bold. Boston's, Boston's probably the better team. Um, I think Embiid, if, if Embiid obviously has to stay healthy, so obviously going to give Boston trouble, and I think Harden, Harden's kind of taking on like a little bit of a new role where he's just like a pass-first guy, and it's it's worked pretty well for the Sixers, and then Maxi has just come up huge hitting big shots. So if that continues, I take Philly, but I know it's obviously I'm rooting for the Knicks, but I'm not going to say the Knicks 
for multiple reasons. I don't want to jinx them. I'm going to let them keep doing their thing. So I'll, I'll say Sixers out of the East. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, the Sixers, they're good, but I, I don't know. Like, that Sixers-Celtics matchup is going to be awesome. I feel like yeah, there's kind of like a rivalry brewing there over the last few years especially. Um, and, I mean, you're talking about two historic organizations that have just deep roots inside the NBA. Um, both amazing teams. I think the winner of that series – is the one that comes out of the East. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like you said, Tom, ruin for the Knicks, you know, or uh, don't want to jinx it, but I think the <laughs> winner comes out of that 76ers uh, Celtic series. And then I don't hate the Suns prediction. I think, uh, I think likewise, um, on the West, I think the winner is, or the, the team that'll make it to the title game is going to be either the, the Nuggets or the Suns, the winner of that series. Um, I think that both of those teams are just much better than than the Lakers. I think they're better than Kings and, and Warriors as well. I mean, the Kings are young. Like, I don't want to hate on your team right now, but uh, they, they're going to be – the Kings will be around for the next couple of years for sure, and they're going to continue to add pieces. Um, I just don't think this year is their year. Um, the Suns, we talked about some of the star power they have with KD, Book, Aiton. Um, and and then the Nuggets. I mean, you're talking about Jokic, who's arguably the best player in the NBA right now. Um, it's going to be interesting. But I'd say, yeah, I'd say uh, if I, if I had to make a prediction right now, I'd probably go Sixers Nuggets. Uh, seems a little chalk, but uh, I'd go Sixers Nuggets. I can see it. I think it's a little bold. I think with the Embiid injury, he's already out second round again. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I definitely the the Celtics could take it. Like I said, like I think whoever wins that series will then win the next series pretty pretty handedly. Um, but yeah, I mean the C's. I just I'm not a big like Jason Tatum believer. I feel like he's been you know a letdown in the playoffs or the finals like the last couple of years. But yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on him? On who? Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, I mean, nah, he have he, it in him. Yeah, no, nah, he's very good. I think he he does honestly have it in him. I mean, they made it to the finals against Golden State, just came up short. Um, but I think he does I'll just throw a little of a hypothetical out here. Like, what happens if it's Knicks uh, versus Boston Eastern Conference Finals? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you give the Knicks any chance to win that? No. no? <laughs> the Celtics' depth is crazy. They got the best depth in the league. It is. I thought it would be the Clippers, but everybody's been choking, man. Obviously, you know, Celtics, if they, they're going to make it out because Harden – Harden's a choke job, so we're not. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Embiid's injured, so he's in, they're 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 eliminated for me. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the Knicks, they got a good you know they got a good team, but uh, Celtics got that. Now yeah. Tatum is going to. Nah. Jalen Brown, I, I I got more confidence in Jalen Brown than I do in Jason Tatum, to be honest with you. Brown's good. Yeah, it's not crazy to say. I mean. <laughs> You talk about, like, the defense on the Celtics. I mean, yeah, they have great defensive, like, players. Um, Marcus Smart, obviously. I mean, we know he's, you know, def- he's been a former defensive player of the year. Um, but the Knicks play good team defense, which I think goes a long way. It's kind of, like, underrated. Like, um, all their games against the Cavaliers have been pretty low scoring. So it's something to take notice. I mean, it could be a dogfight if it's uh, Celtics. That'd Knicks. be crazy. It would be like we could be we could be looking at some really low scoring games. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, Celtics depth. Uh, Peyton Pritchard off the bench has been pretty like all year pretty good. I don't, I don't think playoffs he's really shown up though so far. Right? I'm talking. I'm thinking more about Marcus. I mean, smart. Oh no, 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 more Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon, yeah, yeah. Brogdon. he's good. I don't know about Peyton. 
I don't think he's getting minutes in the playoffs. He's a defensive liability. Mm-hmm. He can shoot it, but yeah, not, not grand D. Pretty much like a Duncan Robinson, if you. Yeah. Pretty much. That contrast looking really bad. Yeah, they they paid him, and then they use like Max Struess. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. The shooter, yeah, he he's like kind of took over his role, so I don't understand what happened there. I mean, you guys both uh, kind of shrugged your shoulders when I said uh, that the Nuggets, I think, beat the Suns. So what are your thoughts on that? Why do you guys kind of count out the Nuggets? Hmm. No, man. I don't really see them going that far because Jokic is only going to get you so far. I know Jamal Murray might have a bubble. a bubble, you know. Yeah, he was nice in the bubble. Yeah, he put up 40 this series, but I don't think, I don't think that's enough. They have no solid defense. All they got to do is either go at Aaron Gordon or go at Murray, and then it's over. Yeah, I just feel like Jokic is, like, so hard to stop, and, like, he sets up other guys, like shooters like uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, I just think it's so hard when when someone, like, a big man is that good of a passer, too. Like, it makes him so hard to defend because if you you start double-teaming him, he's going to find the open man, and if you let him shoot, I mean, he knocks down deep balls. I mean, he's really tough to guard. He is. At the same time, in in that perimeter defense, they're going to get that Jokic switch every time on a screen, and it's over. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand. You know, you guys, you guys like the Suns, but I, I, I really think, I really think Nuggets. Um, and we'll see. So, yeah, I guess I'll stick with Nuggets Sixers. Um, but maybe there's a little bias there because I really don't like the Celtics. Just like growing up a Knicks fan, like yeah. having so many friends Time that them. are Celtics yeah. fans, I just. I can't see them. I can't see them going. I, I mean, it's definitely possible. I just would really not enjoy that. Yeah, I wouldn't be rooting for them at all, obviously. <laughs> nah, I couldn't uh, be. I hate the Celtics, but I just don't see the Sixers going anywhere again. Yeah. yeah. How many years? I think this is what it's been. Trust the process? Yeah. They've it's like missed six years, right? Pretty much. They've <laughs> missed the they've missed the, what, the conference finals. How many, like, I know they missed it in 2019. 2020, they didn't even make it out the first round. 21, they was a second round exit again. Yeah. One last year, same thing. Yeah, they haven't been in a while. Mm-mm. They, I don't see them going anywhere. Harden's not going to get you there. Well, he maybe if he, you know, he puts on a Houston thing, but his play, current playmaking, nah, he's yeah, not. He, he can't score the ball like he used to, or he hasn't at least. He's just not being aggressive anymore. Yeah, because he's he's relying on Embiid to get him there. That's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Hate him. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be exciting this next, uh, like, month and a half to see how, like, the playoffs shake out. Um, definitely, like, a little bit of a couple surprises early on. I mean, like, I don't think anyone thought the Knicks would be winning their series right now. And same with the Heat. So, uh, definitely exciting time in basketball. Um, yeah, I guess we're just going to have to see how it shakes out. For sure. Uh, Julian, any other uh, closing thoughts? You know, Kings and six. Oh, <laughs> sure, I like it. six. He's rooting hard, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I just I can't uh, fade Steph Curry, you know. Like, of I got to give him the edge personally. But, you know, if the Kings do win the series, I'll be thinking of you. Yeah. Um, you, you're the only Kings fan that I know. So That's saying a lot, huh? <laughs> and as, as, a, as, like, a Jets fan, a Mets fan, a Knicks fan, I understand what it's like losing f- or rooting for a losing team. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. Anymore. All your buddies probably like making fun of you the last couple of years of for, for being a Kings fan. Yeah, I heard <laughs> now you got the last laugh. There. Yeah, I heard. A, I heard it so much when they traded Halliburton. Man, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, well, it's look, so you guys are on top right now. We're three seed as as a as a young team. That's pretty impressive. Of course, in the West, yeah. which is even better. Right, and you were there during some of the losing seasons. So yeah, when Luke Walton was the coach, <laughs> that was yeah, definitely. Was 
I was rooting for him to get fired. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I've I've root, I've rooted for a lot of coaches to get fired throughout the years. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not fun, but uh, hey, both of our teams, all three of our teams, uh, in the playoffs right now. So definitely exciting. Yeah, it's fun. Tom, any closing thoughts? This is the last episode. Get it all out now. Yeah, it's crazy. I just wanted to like you started. I wanted to thank Graycom. Like it's been a really fun like journey these last four years. Like Jay, Sienna, like helping us out. Like, we just came in freshman year, like, wanting to do a podcast, and, like, we weren't sure if we were able to do it, and they had all the resources for us. So I'm just happy it worked out, and I had a fun time. See what we're, what journey takes us after graduation. But Yeah, definitely, and uh, hopefully maybe in a couple of years' time uh, there will be some, some kids like us, and they'll be doing their own show, and uh, maybe we could call in or, or hop on back in the studio here uh, on our Evergreen campus. That would be cool. Well, that's it. It's been a wrap. It's been a great four years. Julian, thanks for coming on today's show. Proud to be here for your final, you know. Been watching from the studio. Yep, yep, sir. Helping out a little bit. I'm happy to see you guys make it so far. Definitely. Thank you for the kind words. It's been a pleasure having you. Tom, our final time signing off uh, on Call to Comeback, and uh, thank you for listening.